Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, episode number 80. Oh man, can you believe it? Episode number 80. Um, Real quick, I wanted to mention to you that this podcast is sponsored by Black Belt Business Group, an agency for smart businesses, serving ATA schools exclusively by offering business and marketing solutions as well as done-for-you social media content so you can advance and develop your business, the business of your school. Black Belt Business Group, helping amazing martial arts instructors become amazing business owners. Visit blackbeltbusinessgroup.com today. Now, episode number 80, we are going to uh, get a little bit off topic today. Um and uh, we want to we want to mention uh, um, Black Belt Business Group again. Make sure you go check them out. Some great stuff going on over there. But um, one of the big things that's been occupying some of my time over the last couple of uh, weeks is the sale of a family business of ours. So um, I thought I'd bring this up because one, it's been taking up some of my time, and two, I think there's some lessons that can be learned from here in any in any business. So uh, ten years ago. Um, back, I was, uh, what would that put me? Um, 24 years old or so. My sister was 17. Uh, my other sister would have been 22, I think. And my brother would have been 20, um, six, 20. No, I don't know. Something like that. I can't remember. Anyways, um, we were the the four of us, my siblings and I, partnered together, um, and it was the you know the economy was really good at the time. It was before the big crash, and we had a friend who really wanted to. She thought you know she not she hadn't graduated that long ago, um, and she thought it would be a good idea to open a bakery. Do uh, she wanted to do pies and and things like that. And there was a, a a corner store open in our main um, community here on the main street that was uh, had been sat open for a while. It was a coffee shop at one point, and it would have made a great little uh, a little shop. So we were like, "Hey, this is a great idea." Um, you know, this person wants to do it, and we thought we were savvy business people. Um, we had, I had my martial arts school for, you know, four or five years at that time. My parents ran a, a business the whole time we were growing up, still do. Um, my sister, uh, had a, a bookstore at the time. We were like, this will be great. And so we got everything worked out for some crazy reason. The bank gave us a loan, which was probably a, a dumb idea on their part. Um, it was a dumb idea on our part that we paid far, far too much for the, uh, the business, um, because again, it was at the height of, uh, the economy and all that kind of stuff. So we were all like, oh, it's great. And we got into the food service business, um, with, with someone who, you know, thought it was a good idea to, uh, you know, they liked baking things, so they thought it would be a good idea to own a bakery. 
Um, and this is our probably the number one problem that we had was this idea that uh, if you like doing something, you should have a business doing it. Um, this is discussed in the E-Myth. Uh, when I went down to, to ATA headquarters um, you know, 15 years ago to take the basic business course, um, Chief Master Delegge told us the, the, the what you should read, the book you need to make sure you read is the E-Myth. Um, and man, he was right on. Um, too many people love martial arts, so they want to open a martial arts school. Um, you know, we had this girl who loved baking, so she wanted to own a bakery. It is a horrible idea if you like a job, if you like doing something, that you want to open a business doing that. Because you move from being um, someone who does that to someone who runs a business that does that. And those are totally different things. Um, you know, there's marketing and uh, managing and, and supplies and all this kind of stuff that is just uh, way outside of the realm of what you do if you just love to bake or you just love to kick and punch. And so I think one of the, the big things that should be done um, and one of the things that we uh, kind of realized uh, – somewhat quickly but not as quickly as we would have liked was that uh, you you need to have more than a love for um, an activity to own a business for it so not long uh, it was a I don't remember even how long two years maybe um, year and a half or something and we could we all knew my brothers my sisters and I as well as this individual who we opened the business with uh, that it was just not going to work out for her, that it was just not a good fit for her to be, um, you know, in the position of managing this thing. It wasn't, she wasn't made for it. Um, and I think too many martial arts school owners don't get that um, early enough as well. Um, and so that started a very long process of us going from what we wanted to do was just, you know, have the business and somebody else manage it we were kind of the the idea was that we were going to be silent partners um, and that never ended up being the case and and now 10 years later we are the ones who are operating the business we have um, both of my sisters have worked as managers there um, you know we've had other family members work as managers there um, my wife is the current manager there and and has done the um, one of the better jobs um, in the recent years of, of getting um, the business in, into a better place. Another thing that we realized as we were building this business was that uh, you can't, you know, we started out with all these great ideas. We're going to have pies and we're going to have treats every, different treats every day and we're going to have, um, you know, different kinds of pie flavors and all these different things. We're going to have a salad bar and lunch and soup and all this kind of stuff. Um, and it just didn't turn out um, to be a beneficial thing um, because you try, we try to do everything. Um, and again, I think this is something that martial arts school owners, all business owners have trouble with when they're starting, is they, they, they don't focus on what is your core business. What are you focused on making sure that you do you do really well. You build your business around this one thing. And then you can add on 
you know, some side things after you've really made sure that you've killed uh, that main product, that main service. And it took us a long time to kind of hone in on that with this business. Um, you know, I'm thankful that as a martial arts school owner, we have a much better job, a much, a service business is much easier to manage than, um, I think, than a business where you've got a lot of supplies, um, things that go bad, which is not what happens, um, in, you know, you can have uniforms as a martial arts, uh, school and, you know, they're not going to go bad. It's going to be fine, but you have, you know, soups or sandwich meats or whatever, and it's just, uh, can be a disaster. And so, um, I think that is, uh, it's harder in a service or it's harder in a non-service business, a, a product business sometimes, um, if you don't have experience and whatnot to figure out what your core product is. Um, martial arts schools do this all the time. They're the, you know, you get your Maya magazine or you get, you hear these other people are making so much money doing these private lessons and this group's making so much money doing, you know, this kindergarten program and these guys are making so much money doing this new other kind of program and these guys are making this kind of money doing this other kind of program. Um, and you try to be uh, a jack of all trades and a master of none. And that's just not a smart way to go about running a business. You got to really come up with your core product. And I did this for a long time at my martial arts school. Um, finally, at our at our coffee shop business, coffee, you know, obviously was one of the core products. But even more than that, we have these amazing cookies. They're super large. They're just, you know, they. I forget what percentage of the the business last year was cookies, and it was huge. And so that was our kind of our core thing. Everything else was driven by that product. Um, you know, and in your martial arts school, you need to, to think about that as well. And hopefully, you know, it doesn't take you as long as it took us. Um, another lesson uh, I think that is important is, uh, kind of the reason now that we're selling this, this business, we've, we put it up, the, the business kind of up for sale. A realtor came and talked to us, uh, six months ago or so. And we talked to them about it, and they were like, yeah, sure. We'd always thought of selling it um, because we have not been able to put in the time and effort that the business needs to succeed well. Um, we have drug it along, kicking and screaming over the last 10 years, not doing a, a, an amazing job, but um, kind of just using perseverance and determination to keep it going. And and now in the last you know years or two, we have seen it start to flourish, start to do better, um, which is nice because that's a good time to sell. Um, but it's also come at a cost, where we've seen that our family in the last ten years has grown. Um, you know, all of our lives have changed a bunch, marriages, children, all those kind of things, and we have not put in the time and dedication to this business that it needs to really succeed. Um, and I think a lot of times uh, martial arts schools aren't necessarily doing that either. Um, you know, there are so many people who are running these, um, you know, 20 to 60 person schools um, while they're doing another full-time job and running a, uh, another job that they're, or excuse me, and running their families and stuff like that. 
and they're not um, putting in the the effort that the business really needs to succeed. Um, and that's tough. At some point, you have to decide what you're going to do. Um, you know, and we over the years have you know had people come and go that have helped put that time in. Um, my wife currently is the one who has done that, and she has really owned the responsibility there. She's taken it on full bore and you know really wanted it to succeed um, but that's coming to cost it's burner out because it's almost more than one person can handle and the rest of us have other things going on um, and so it's it's been detrimental for her um, in some ways as well and so we you, we made the decision that the best thing for the business would be to sell it to to have it go to someone who would be able to put in the time and effort that that business needs we need to think about this with our own martial arts schools. Are we giving it the time and effort that it needs to succeed, um, to really thrive? Um, and if not, what are we going to do about that? You know, are, are we going to quit in these other areas um, and focus on the, the martial arts? Are we going to quit the martial arts so we can focus on other things? Um, are we going to buckle down and, and realize that we've been wasting a bunch of time? Because a lot of us do that. You sit around Facebook or you, you know, learn all this great information from lots of different resources and then you never take action on them or you're always just take action for a little while and never, never stick with it. Um, you know, we need to, we need to follow through on these commitments. Um, and sometimes it's time to give some stuff up and look at your programs and say, Hey, maybe you're trying to do too much and you don't have a core program that you need to focus on, um. You know, we need to make sure we're doing the best service for our customers, for our students, for the community that we're in, as well as for ourselves. That's what we realized with this this business, that if we sold it to somebody who, who could give it the love and dedication it needed, um, it would be better for the customers that we currently have. It'd be better for our community, um, and it would just be a win-win all the way around. Um, and so that's, that's what we decided to do. Um, and I hope that this gives me uh, and my my wife um, some extra time to um, dedicate even more time to the the martial arts business, um, so we can see it grow and thrive even more than it currently is. Um, so, I just wanted to kind of give you some thoughts on business from this this experience that we have. It, it's been ten years uh, of really. <laughs> Not great business decisions, um, a lot of very uh, tough learning experiences, um, expensive learning experiences, um, but some really great things have come out of it as well. As we you know, get ready to make this transition in the next week or so, um, it's going to be sad for us um, because you know it's been a big part of our lives, but it's also um, something that, that feels like it's run its course. Um, but also something that we think is good for the community, and we've had um, some great times. You know, marriages have come out of this business. Um, you know, a lot of friendships, a lot of amazing things have come out of this business, um, and so uh, this is a good uh, um, kind of a good stopping point, a good um, transition point to move on to a new uh, a new era in our business life. So hopefully you guys um, can glean a little bit of uh, advice or, or whatnot from that. 
Um, again, make sure you check out the blackbeltbusinessgroup.com or it's just blackbeltbusinessgroup.com and uh, it's a great service out there. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we've got some other stuff we'll be talking to you about. But until then, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.